Welcome back to the Better Boundaries podcast brought to you by Utahns for a Responsive Government. I'm Katie Wright, Executive Director of Better Boundaries and your host. Today's episode is again focused on the Better Boundaries Accountability Pack. But before we dig in to Utah's county clerk races, I want to provide an update on Utah's anti-gerrymandering lawsuit. On October 24th, Judge Gibson issued a summary ruling on the legislature's motion to dismiss, heard on August 24th. The judge denied the legislature's motion to dismiss, ruling that the subject matter was the jurisdiction of the courts. Additionally, she ruled that the partisan gerrymandering claims should be heard. She denied the motion to dismiss based on the free election clause, equal protection rights, free speech and association rights, and the affirmative right to vote. The judge granted the motion to dismiss on the illegal repeal of Proposition 4. We await the final opinion for more details. This ruling means Utahns will finally and officially get their day in court in spite of exhaustive attempts to delay justice. The extreme and egregious gerrymandering passed by our state legislature will be on display when the court hears this case. Better Boundaries is committed to the majority of Utah voters who demanded gerrymandering reform in 2018 and to the brave plaintiffs who reject having their voice and vote diluted by unfair maps. We will continue to keep you updated on the lawsuit in future podcasts. Ballots are in hand across Utah and election day is November 8th. Today, we're excited to talk about Utah's county clerk races. County clerks are elected officials on the front lines of ensuring our constitutional right to vote is honored. We'll discuss the responsibilities of county clerks and some of the races here in Utah. I'm thrilled to have Kyle Fryant, Better Boundaries Organizing Director, back on the show. Kyle leads our PAC efforts and is a self-proclaimed political junkie. Kyle, I'm happy to have you here to talk about election 2022 again. It's always good to talk to you, Katie. So I want to start with the basics. What does a county clerk do? So a county clerk is really at the forefront of many things on the county level. Uh, If you're interacting with a county official, it's very likely that you are interacting with your county clerk or your clerk's office. Uh, One example of something that they do outside of elections is the issuing of marriage licenses. Um, And so the county clerk's office does a wide range of things including, most importantly for our purposes, overseeing all aspects of elections. In the state of Utah, there's not one election administration. Every single county is conducting their own election administration, whether it's how they're registering voters, whether it's the um, whether it's the mailing of absentee ballots, whether it's setting up polling locations, or even counting ballots after the fact. That's all done at a county clerk level with individual county clerks. So they're an important. They play an important role in so many things, but for our purposes. Uh, there's uh, such a major player in elections, and not many people realize how important they are in administering fair elections uh, in each individual county here in Utah. Um, but county clerks don't work alone. There is a role for state government. So who from the state level oversees the work of the county clerks? So in most states throughout the country, they uh, each state has what's called a secretary of state. Usually that is an elected position uh, individually. Um, and secretary of states, one of their primary roles is overseeing elections. Here in the state of Utah, the lieutenant governor's office oversees elections. The lieutenant governor is the person elected with the governor uh, every four years here in the state. 
And the lieutenant governor oversees a wide variety of things, including elections. The lieutenant governor's office also has a director of elections who, uh, in consultation with the lieutenant governor, helps oversee the implementation of individual policies of county clerks. So it's an interesting balance because we have local innovation uh, going on at the county clerk's level, but at the state level, the lieutenant governor's office is really trying to ensure that states, uh, the individual counties meet uh, individual standards uh, for election administration, whether it's ballot counting, uh, sending out ballots and voter registration, and making sure that there's some uniformity in place while also allowing county clerks to uh, innovate and respond to local needs as well. So we know that nationwide trust in the validity of our elections is declining declining rapidly. And um, this election season, according to political data website 538, 60% of voters across the United States have someone on the ballot that denies the result of the 2020 presidential election. And yet here in Utah, according to a polling in the Deseret News, 89% of Utahns have confidence in our elections. So what do you attribute Utah's trust in election certification to? I think a lot of that has to do with the work of local and state officials to help people understand Utah's process. There are people who uh, have had doubts that I know who went to their local county clerk and asked questions or heard a presentation from someone in the lieutenant governor's office and, you know, had those concerns uh, you know, taken care of because uh, it's important to ask questions, obviously, in a democracy. And sometimes people's questions can just linger and it can lead to additional doubt. And so I would credit our state and local officials in elections offices who've really been at the forefront of doing public presentations, answering questions, and making sure people understand how this process works. Another thing is that the state of Utah has not just been transparent for the last couple of years. They've been at the forefront of election innovation and transparency for years. Um, going back to 2014, when Utah really started to administer statewide vote by mail. And one other important fixture is that when Utah started administering universal vote by mail, it was not a partisan issue. There is uh, there are multiple articles from the then chair of the state Republican Party who said this is a really important system. It helps with voter accessibility. It helps uh, make sure that we have greater turnout. It helps us as parties to be able to target individual voters. So, you know, this this has not been uh, served with the same sort of partisan tinge as we've seen nationwide. It's really unfortunate that we have seen that nationwide, but Fortunately, here in the state of Utah, uh, Utahns have seen how effective our system has worked. Now, that's not to say that there aren't some challenges, of course. We know that there were efforts to create a ballot initiative, uh, which Better Boundaries monitored, uh, to basically move away from vote by mail and only exclusively in-person balloting, as well as really arduous and unnecessary and expensive auditing processes. So we also know that there are threats to local election officials uh, from those who have cast out on the election. So while that number is really encouraging, there's still things that uh, need to be done to continue to ensure public confidence and to ensure that our local election officials, many of whom are overpaid and or underpaid and overworked, um, are, are kept safe and secure from, from threats of those who uh, might deny election results or might uh, not like the way that Utah administers elections. 
So um, it's wonderful to hear about how Utah has been on the forefront of smart election administration and also the confidence that Utahns have. Let's turn to the races. What county clerk races are you watching? I mean, I think everybody who has an interest in this space is probably most interested in Salt Lake County. Salt Lake County is this uh, is the largest county in the state, obviously. And after several decades, the county clerk, Sherry Swenson, is retiring. Um, she has overseen some really interesting innovations. Salt Lake County was at the forefront of vote by mail. Salt Lake County uh, in local elections last year began to pilot ranked choice voting. So there have been some interesting reforms uh, administered by uh, County Clerk Swenson during her tenure. Um, and she is now retiring, as I said. And that race really has some candidates with competing visions of what elections and what transparency looks like. Um, now, County clerk traces in Utah are partisan. Um, and so the Republican and Democrats have put forward candidates. On the uh, Republican side, Gaud Maragani is the nominee. And he has um, he's kind of gone back and forth on his positions um, when it comes to vote by mail and the results of the 2020 election. Um, there have been some reporting that he cast aspersions on the 2020 election. He, he now denies that and says that he accepts those results. Um, he's spoken about the uh, importance of doing a major audit. So going beyond the audits that are already done to uh, go through certain uh, to go through a certain subset of ballots just to make sure everything is all right and moving towards a really expensive process for audits. Now, on the one hand, people uh, some say, well, it, it's good to have as much transparency as possible. Others uh, have said from both sides of the aisle have said that it's a really expensive and unnecessary process. Um, so he's who the Republicans have put up, and um, he has also put some, um, cast some aspersions on vote by mail. Um, he cannot, as a county clerk, end vote by mail. That is the purview of the Utah State Legislature, ultimately. However, um, the county clerk can have some impact on vote by mail. One proposal that he has put forward um, is that he would tell voters, he would send every voter um, the a list of the pros and cons of each method of balloting. And obviously that could have, if, if a non-objective person was doing that, that could lead to um, some preference for certain forms of voting if that information is not uh, completely objective. So um, that that's who's on the Republican side. On the Democrat side, Lanny Chapman, who is the chief deputy uh, for Sherry Swenson, is running to replace her. She's been endorsed by uh, County Clerk Swenson uh, in her run. She has basically said that Salt Lake County elections have been free and fair uh, and wants to continue the work done by uh, by Sherry Swenson. So um, very much a, a, a continuing forward with what Salt Lake County has done on an election scene uh, versus Gout, who has, who's been very uh, open about a desire to really reshape the way Salt Lake County elections are done. So I think for most people, that's that's the race to watch. I think it's the only one uh, in, in the state where people aren't you know sure who's going to win one way or the other. Um, so very interesting and important race there. Um, another race to watch, which which almost likely will not be competitive, but could have some important implications for the state, is in the second largest county in Utah County, 
where the Republican nominee is Aaron Davidson, who has um, cast continual doubt on the 2020 election, who has appeared at um, some events with some pretty prominent nationwide uh, election deniers as well, and who has talked about um, removing, uh, really being attentive to voter rolls and potentially removing a lot of people from voter rolls. Now, that's important, especially in a state like Utah, where we send uh, mail-in ballots to, to voters. You want to make sure those, those voting records are kept up to date as much as possible. Uh, but if, you, if for people who live in Utah County, it's really important to monitor because if taken to the extreme um, and removing people who would otherwise be eligible and want to exercise their right to vote, that could go too far. And so um, Utah County has made some real marked progress in the last few years on elections and election administration and monitoring their election systems. And those are important reforms and uh, people in Utah County should pay attention uh, if Mr. Davidson is successful to what he's doing um, to ensure that that modernization continues um, and that any sort of uh, work on the voter rolls is done to ensure um, security of elections and transparency and not to uh, benefit one party or over the other. And so those races are really, uh, one's more competitive than the others, obviously, but both would have significant ramifications for um, the majority of Utah's population that lives in Utah and Salt Lake County. So Better Boundaries Accountability Pack is supporting um, officials running for elections, but we are not endorsing any clerk races. Talk about that decision. Well, first off, I would say to to anyone who's curious, this is not a reflection of our belief that county clerk's races are not important. Obviously, they're so critical in ensuring that we have transparent and accessible elections here in the state. And so definitely I would encourage people to uh, vet their candidates. But when we started the PAC, uh, we did it with for this cycle with the goal of holding officials accountable over the issue of redistricting. And those officials are in the Utah State Legislature. And so we formulated a report card, which we've previously discussed and sent to um, all of our supporters to vet their candidates on the issue of redistricting. And we continue to advocate for candidates who supported the work of the Independent Commission and opposed maps which split up communities and uh, had undue favoring of certain political parties. So um, this is not a reflection of our belief that these races aren't important, they're critical. Um, but when it came to our individual strategy, we are focused on holding individuals accountable for their work on redistricting last year. And where do you recommend people find good information about their particular clerk race? Well, one uh, resource that is available, not just for county clerk's races, but for other uh, races, is the Legal Women Voters of Utah, which is one of our, uh, which is one of the plaintiffs in our lawsuit against Utah's gerrymandering. They have a candidate guide, which has extensive answers from many of the candidates from county clerks on important issues related to election administration. That's an important resource, and they're an incredible partner and have done incredible work. Um, also, on your local website, there's a list of candidates. Go and look out their websites. That's an important uh, way to do it. And also call candidates uh, or their staff and talk to them and find out where they stand. I live in Salt Lake County, and I've spoken with both of the candidates who are running for Salt Lake County clerk and asked my questions about what matters to me as a voter um, and what matters to me in a clerk. 
often I think can, uh, you know people and voters assume that candidates are unapproachable. But what I found is that candidates want to talk to individuals um, about their concerns. And especially on an issue like this, uh, we should have confidence in those who are administering our elections. And being able to have those individual conversations is really a great way to get there. And are there other things beyond being an informed voter that an everyday Utahan can do to join the effort to protect free and fair elections? Of course there are. So in many of these races, uh, the candidates for county clerks are running unopposed or with pretty novel opposition um, because of the partisanship that exists here in Utah. But that should not stop uh, a voter from contacting their clerk. Um, going to a clerk's office, seeing how they oversee their elections and what their process is like, asking the questions that are on your mind, um, visiting these facilities has led to a lot of confidence in people's election uh, in with people when it comes to elections, and it's a really important thing that people continue to do that. Also, watching what the legislature does because the legislature ultimately, you know, sets the minimum benchmarks for what counties can actually do when it comes to administering elections. So stay in communication with your le individual legislator. Watch what bills are coming up in the Utah State Legislature. Attend committee meetings. Uh, make your voice heard on both the state and local level to ensure that Utah has free, fair, and accessible elections going forward. Awesome. Thank you for all of those actions. I'll add that you can um, sign up to be a local poll worker and um, be a part of that really neutral, fair administrative environment to support the execution of um, elections. Kyle, thank you for joining me today to discuss the vital role of county clerks. Listeners, your ballots have arrived and you can mail your ballot now through November 7th, but no later. Visit vote.utah.gov to learn about when and where you can vote in person if you so choose. In our next episodes, we'll continue to update you on Utah's anti-gerrymandering efforts and keep you informed on democracy efforts here in Utah. I'm Katie Wright, your host and executive director of Better Boundaries. We hope you'll tune in and follow our podcast for updates on Utah's gerrymandering case. Mm -hmm.